When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Keith Dover with me this evening. How are you, Keith? I'm fine, Alan, but more importantly, how are you? Are you well? <laughs> I've been told by Lucy that I have never said, how are you, Alan? And it's very rude of me, so I've been told wow. by a, a wow. fervent gooner that I've got to change my ways. Yeah, Lucy makes a good point, but the, <laughs> truth, the truth of it is, yeah. I've never noticed. Exactly. I didn't think you had it. And you don't get to toss one way or the other. Why should you? You're a human being. Keith has been supporting Arsenal since 1887. Yes, but I've actually done a podcast guest appearance for Leeds United yesterday, which we can talk more about. Oh. Well, he didn't have anything anything for me then. No, nothing for you. (laughs) (laughs) The world is getting decidedly dry. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop saying that now. I think after after 10 years, it's asking a lot to keep coming up with things about (laughs) Herbert Chapman's walking boots or whatever it is. Uh, And Taifa Pula is here. Hi, AT. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. Nice to see you. I haven't seen you for ages, it feels mm, like. It has been a while. I've been um, a little busier than I'd like to be, but I've been enjoying the podcast from um, uh, afar, and it's nice to be back on. Uh, I'm, although I could have chosen a better day to come back. I, think. Well, I doubt it, mate. I really doubt it. <laughs> no, <laughs> fair enough. Well, I don't know. I, I haven't seen you, I feels like, for about six months, and I, and I, I don't think Arsenal scored a goal in that time. <laughs> no, I, don't, I think Aubameyang's had one shot in that time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been such a tough day that I've, I've not even got a baseball cap on today. I'm uh, channeling my inner Marvin Gaye today with, um, as you know, Keith, mm. around the what's um, the what's going on? To, you, you've seen those pictures of Marvin in his red beanie, haven't you? I've Keith? seen Marvin. Yeah, I've got so, a Marvin Gaye album. Which one? The best of? Uh, no, not the best of. What's the classic? Classic one. What's uh, going on? What's going on? That's the one. Classic yeah, album. Yeah, and, nice. Excellent. <laughs> I do look. I do like. A no bit one's Marvin. seen a, No one's seen a picture of Marvin Gaye in a red beanie. Team, but I can see you in the red beanie. Yeah. Bless you. There um, you are. I'll, I'll post it up on the uh, Twitter. What's but no, it's good to see. Your, what's it say on your sweatshirt today? It says house. It says house. Because all because I, I can't see the U. It just says hose. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I why, is it, why does it say hose on his shirt? And now, of course, house. I don't know these hoes. No, I mean, um, you'll remember from earlier incarnations of the podcast that um, there was a brand called Million Hands, and um, occasionally I wear some of their stuff, and they're just oh, there. Nice. House t-shirts, so um, house sweatshirts. So, so it's beautiful. That's it's a beautiful the uh, garment. That's the uh, fashion update out of the way. Um, do we still have to talk about what happened today, or can we just carry on? We're like recording this, this listener. It's uh, just before seven o'clock on um, Sunday evening. Uh, Kieran Tierney's been put in an ice bath <laughs> head first. 
Um, so he doesn't give a, a proper Glasgow kiss to the snide little git who got Pepe sent off. I must say, though, before we talk about KT, Pepe's having a great season, isn't he? <laughs> this is just yet another chapter in an outstanding season of his putting together. £72 million well spent. When you could have got, <laughs> spent £24 million on Ollie Watkins, who could be the next Ian Wright. But no, we spent £72 million. £72 at least last season, he was not hitting the first man um, for his set pieces. He had that he had that little moment where we were putting in some peach of a balls after putting in so much uh, dross over the years. But he's um, even that's not part of his game now. There was one little burst in the first half. You knew. I remember when he first came, you were told that you know we, that that will get that will come out of him. You know that kind of uh, that hesitation. And you're nodding away, Keith. So you must know the one I'm thinking of. Right? I know, well, he could have done I, I was, it. He could have yeah. done it first time. It would still never do anything first time, ever. You know what I mean? He probably says hello twice. No, when it's comes frustrating, in the door. isn't it? There was a moment when the game where he he had the opportunity to cross from the left hand side. Is that the bit you're talking about? That's exactly. Yeah. The bit and I'm talking and about. you could see Aubameyang on his toes making a little move. And then he checked and went again and beat the fullback. And Aubameyang, you could say, well, now what are you going to do? And what he did was put a cross in that hit the bar and went out the other side. Well, the, the, what they said on the radio, they said he'd beaten the man and they, he, all he had to do is clearly run and then do the cross over to Aubameyang. But then he's gone inside the man again. I hate, to mention, the unmen- I hate to mention the unmentionable, but when Ursel puts the ball in the box... He does it with an intent to mm. find somebody. He does it with an idea. And the only player, now Ursula isn't in the squad, the only player who does that is Saka. He's the only player yeah. who you really believe has an idea in his head when he's putting the ball in the box. And he set up Aubameyang for a shot on the turn that he slightly missed hit. That was our first shot on target. I think it was 59 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have a shot on target in the whole first half, just as we did not against Man United. Although in that game, we were... We, we, you know, we controlled the game better and we were more dominant. It was a good performance. But There was one horrendous forlorn close-up of Aubameyang and you're just thinking, damn, you know, he's looked a shadow of a player and it's not beca- and it's not all because of him. You know, when he's, um, there was that time in the first half, was it? Or second, no, in the second half where he got the ball. I think even Martin Tyler pointed it out. He's not going to score from there, you know. He got the ball in the, half, in the final third and looked up obviously there's no one no one up there and listen we talked about Pepe I regular readers regular listeners of this parish will know there's nothing I love more than a an inconsequential winger who's going to perform seven times a season these are my favourite type of players but <laughs> Pepe Pepe is due a performance and I also hate to say you mentioned 72 million and 24 million for uh, Ollie Watkins Keith I'll give you I'll give you Wilf Zaha I'll do anything for that well-worn path of uh, Palace to Arsenal to, uh, to happen again. Um, and, um, but but you know, isn't, did... the, isn't the problem, though, that we can't get the ball to these people in any kind of area without them being severely outnumbered? We don't seem to have any idea of how to progress the ball up the pitch quickly. We don't seem to have a one-two in our makeup. I was watching a documentary earlier. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched about half an hour of it about Kenny Dalglish, um, which is on Sky Documentaries, and they show lots of clips of Liverpool at their best, and particularly when he was the manager and he had John Barnes and Peter Beardsley. It seems to be 
Every goal seems to be set up with a one-two. It's a one-two between Barnes and Beardsley or Ray Houghton or Aldridge. People close together, thinking quickly, in harmony, ping-ping, somebody's in. And we just cannot seem to work an opening or do anything at the moment. I can't understand how we've become such a kind of totally nullified attacking force. Well, there's been a little bit of that, hasn't there, with... um, with Tierney and Saka on a on a good day and we hesitate to mention again the old days the thing about the old days is they're the old days as a slim Charles once said but no um but the one twos all the way up the pitch Cole Perez Cole Perez Henri Perez you know what I mean that was just just backing up your point um we used to do that all the time yeah, or even the days of Alexis Sanchez and Alexis Sanchez and Meza Ozil or even if you you know, if you had Olivier Giroud, you could play it into him and he would lay it off, he'd give you a wall pass. There seemed to be people who wanted to get together and play together. We just look like a complete pack of individuals today. Well, I think that's why we've enjoyed... Totally outplayed by Leeds United. How Leeds United didn't win that game? They've hit the woodwork three times, haven't they? Leno has made four or five saves and had about 15 other shots. They were opening us up time and time again and they must be absolutely kicking themselves. Well, you've got to say Leno was probably man of the match for us. Yeah, he's done it again, didn't he? One of the reasons why um, we've been enjoying Thomas Party so much is, and even, you know, um, the reborn El Nenny is because of that kind of forward motion and that midfield or lack of midfield that you're talking about. We saw that today, right? Um, I know that um, Ceballos was very busy in the first half, especially, but there was no... You never thought, and adding to the fact that Leeds just do swarm you. We just done this thing recently, and I was just reading about Bielsa's murder ball and how I've never just watching them that closely because you don't watch them, you you're someone else's team that often. They're fit, they're fast, they're absolutely harassing. You know, but they're below Arsenal in the league. They're down the table. They're dropping points left, right, and centre. They're yeah. not. They, they're a team that we ought to be able to match. But I can't. We we are absolutely completely. Bloody toothless. Willock had a game today. He looked devastated to be yanked. But not, there's absolutely no combination play across that front line. Willie Yank gets yanked at half-time. And he's starting to think that, that I was wrong and everybody else was right when they were saying, why have you given a three-year deal to him? And I was saying, because he's super talented and he's Chelsea's best player last season and he's going to be a great influence on our young players. And they're going to learn a lot. Then I hear he's gone to Dubai for it. What's he gone to Dubai for? When to to Duke- presumably to open a restaurant or something, right? <laughs> oh, really? Now, I don't know. I've made that up, Keith. But what has he gone to Dubai for? Well, it sounds believable. I mean, this is actually what you're just saying, which I was going to uh, touch upon. Is the discipline at the club going a bit to shit at the moment? We hear about fighting in the training. If William's going to Dubai, Pepe's done a stupid... Listen, I know the guy made more of it, but... That's good. You, you no, it was a stupid thing to do. To do. But, you and know, I, I'm told that Willian is in business with Louise and he's in business with the with the super agent, and they've got a restaurant in town, and oh, he's yeah, got all business interests in London, and blah 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 blah. And I and I'm now, you know, thinking, hang on a minute, I think I've been told a fast way. Anyway, he's yanked at half time. Mm. He's yanked at half-time for Reese Nelson. I'm pleased to see Reese Nelson on the pitch, and you can tell by the way he went about his business. He's absolutely desperate to be on the pitch. Yeah. But again, he's just another individual running around. Willock's running around. He's running around. Pepe, I don't know what's happening. Aubameyang looks like he wants to cry. And I, and really, Shaka's Shaka. He's not going to do anything, is he? Mm. 
He can't play a one-two and get a shot off. He's got no desire to score a goal. Sebias doesn't scored a goal in the Premier League yet. There's absolutely zero goals in midfield. They don't even want to get in the box and try and score a goal. They just they they play the whole game on halfway and let other people try. They're more likely to get a goal from Hector Bellerin than from our midfield. At least he tries to get in the box sometimes. Even now we're playing with a flat back four. Why is he playing with a flat back four suddenly? What's what does he want to do? What's he want to do? I don't understand. I can't. I can no longer see a plan. I just feel very relieved that we've got two big, strong, good centre halves and a decent keeper. Because otherwise, that game is a is a four nil defeat. Mm. Unai Emery did not die for this, Alan. Unai Emery <laughs> did not die for this. But it is worrying because, you know, a defeat today would have been dropped down to uh, 15th if we've lost two games at home against teams we should have beaten. And this is worrying times, mate. We ain't going to make the... We was, we was hoping to make top four, weren't we? Top four, maybe... <laughs> we ain't going to make top six, mid-table. Meanwhile, meanwhile Villarreal... Meanwhile, Villarreal, third in the league. And let's not... Um, I, I know where you're going with that, Al. I can see it on your face. They, they, they can't, can they? I don't even look at the top of the table. They can't. They can't, can they? I'm living through some sort of hell (laughs) where... Yes, they absolutely can. Can they? They Yes, they absolutely can. Because they've got one of the best strikers that English football has ever seen. And the other one's not half bad. And they've got a massive squad for the good player. How have they managed to spend all this money on players whilst Bill's stadium? I mean, apart from the absolute robbery of getting a loan from the government, they're paying 15 mil a year for a highly ex- experienced, proven winner of a manager. Whereas, uh, I hate to say it, and that's bleeding obvious, well done, that the reason man. we hired Uno Emery and then we hired Mikel Arteta, one of the major reasons is they're cheap. Hmm. They're cheap. That's why, you know, you don't want, why would you go for Carlo Ancelotti, who's managed massive clubs, who's someone who's got the stature and the nous to, to, to properly follow Arsene Wenger? So we've just gone cheap on the coach, on the coaches. Great guy, Arteta, and I really want him to do well, and we are at least not conceding pots of goals. But he's very much a feeling of someone who's learning on the job, you know? Uh, when we started the Tuesday Club again, we moved server, didn't we? Do any of the old issues editions still exist? I'm asking because somewhere there's one where I think I confidently predict that Harry Kane was going to be the new Michael Ricketts. And I'd like that one. <laughs> uh, they're all, <laughs> as far as I know, uh, uh, super... Uh, the guy, uh, Martinelli of producers, Jay, is... Uh, is- Uploaded them all, so you could find all Michael Ricketts references. We're at DEFCON 3 in that situation. Mm. If it goes to DEFCON 4, they should win the Premiership. I'm going to move to the land that time forgot, and that's Jaywick. You've never been to Jaywick? Have you never seen Jaywick? Well, imagine the favelas of Brazil. Is it out in Essex? It's out in Essex, mate. I think I've heard... It's I've a place where you don't want to you don't want to drive through it and break down in in daylight and certainly not at night, right? It's trust me, you Google it. Jaywick is a place where that's I could hide there. This I survive, of course. But if that's where if you know I've knocked Finland off the list of places to move to. If that up the road win, I'm moving to Jaywick. No one will ever find me there. Well, it's uh, it's between them and Chelsea at the moment. I mean, you're really in a rock I'd, and a hard place, aren't you? I'd take Chelsea any day of the week. Keith, Keith, what DEFCON were you on on the morning of the Champions League final? Oh, 
God, don't bring that back. I'm definitely on DEFCON 4. That was, I couldn't sleep, couldn't sleep. <laughs> uh, I heard that Liverpool were 1 0 up, and then I, I got up in the morning. And Linda said, What's the matter? I said, Oh, I know it. It's going to live 1 2 1. Who are we putting our recent <laughs> hopes and fears on Liverpool and now Chelsea? Oh. <laughs> And it terrible. What have, this we, is be- what what have we become, Keith? We, we have become. Oh, we have really sunk rock bottom when we're hoping that Chelsea and Liverpool win the Premiership. And we're Listen, not. I've got, uh, got something to ask you about. Um, you met uh, Ceballos actually. Um, are you getting a hint of the? It's not quite the Marseille starter about him, but like he's got a little bit of imp about him, hasn't he? Like you know that. Yeah, I don't mind all looked, that. I just wanted no, to do, fine, so- do something in yeah. the games. Do something, mate. Yeah. Do something effective near their goal. Get up the pitch. Try and play a one-two and get a shot off. Do try and put someone in. Try and create a chance. Be a creative Spanish international midfielder. Mm. Stop busying yourself around the centre circle. Why can't our players get up the pitch and try and affect their penalty area? We're getting nowhere near their box. We're so easy to repel. And honestly, I think. If, if there's one thing that Arteta could do that might improve things, it would just ban passing the ball backwards. If they just absolutely had to go forwards every time, then at least we would be occasionally down their end. Mm. I understand recycling possession. I get it that you want to swift around to the other side of the pitch and keep moving the ball and keep looking for an opening and all. I get all, I get all that. I get possession football. I understand it. But I, it, it gives players who lack confidence an out. It just gives them an out. Time and again, we get the ball in a wide possession in the final third and it ends up back with Gabriel or even with Leno. And we begin again. It's All you need to do is sit 11 people in front of us and we think this is an impossible conundrum. How is it impossible to get the ball in the goal? We're just going to have do, to go backwards. I do think that's a little bit of a legacy of not having the fans in the stadium. So they can stay in training mode. They can stay in Arteta's, in, in, you know, in the box that's kind of prescribed for them without... Because you know that that doesn't wash at home. You know what I mean? Like, um, at some point, the ball's got to go forward. The crowd get restless. That patience probably works if you're a better team than we are. Um, because at the moment, yeah, at the moment, there's the, Mate, we're th- not that urgency. The that urgency is not there at all. There's no chances to speak of. What was the best chance today? There wasn't not- one. Aubameyang had a scuff shot on the turn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got what was it? They said the stat at the time was like six hours about. Scoring a goal in open play, I well, don't. probably after today's game, it's about seven hours yeah, without scoring. I mean, it's and when we do get a chance to break, it is so slow. And after last week's, uh, well, after the Villa game, you was expecting a reaction. There was no reaction, no reaction today. We should have been coming out the starting blocks and go, come no. on. Well, it is. Uh, it is also insanity, isn't it, that they've gone away. Between the Villa game and now, Bakayo Saka's gone and played three games for England mm-hmm. and has limped off injured today, and I hope he's all right. The, the, the madness of that Nations League not being cancelled, it's ludicrous. What are they doing? The whole season's concertina. You've just got to scrap these matches. There's too many vested interests and sponsorship deals done. They should have taken a 40-man squad and played three different sides, England. Mm. Everyone plays once. Then go back to your club. Well, there's plenty of players. It's got a massive squad, Southgate. Just play three different sides. Everyone have one game. Do, just do something to be sensible about it. No one gives a shit if we beat Iceland or not. No one cares. 
of course they want to play, and it's fantastic that Saka's been noticed by England and he's a big part of the squad. He was man of the match in one of the games. But that is, we need him fit for Premier League games. He's our best yep. player. He's yeah. a 19-year-old. Yeah. He's our best player. Till Martinelli comes back. He, Martinelli is... I'm pinning all of my hopes on bloody Martinelli. Well... He had a lovely chance uh, today, Saka. You kind of wanted him to take that first time, didn't you? That was the best chance today. That one, um, The one where he tried to round the keeper. Yeah, yeah. Bellerin, Bellerin puts him in. Um, and, I watched I mean, the replay of that, and I'm thinking, what is, how does Messi score here? Because Messi scores there, right? So, right, he, right, he stabs, right, he stabs under the ball when it goes over the keeper. No, right, he just yeah, I, he probably would dink it, or he just throw, he just bang it round his feet before he goes down, before he's set, you know. Mm. He just take it early, but Messi does something there, doesn't he? I think it involves going to the right hand post, going over a keeper, dinking it over. But he could, he missed it. It doesn't look like it's the one part of his game that he hasn't got a real clinical finish in him. Which is bit, which but what, what do you what do you make it? Is it an attitude problem at the moment? Because I was disappointed with Arteta what, with his comments after the Villa game because he said, "Well, this is down to me." Well, if it is, explain what you mean. It's down to you. What did you do wrong? Is there something you can tell us? Don't just say, "Well, I'm not blaming the players for that defeat. I'm blaming myself." Okay. Well, he's protecting, no, he's, the, he's protecting yeah. the players, isn't he? Well, it if is. it is, that's far too. It's just it wasn't because that was a pathetic performance. So that mean, wanna, basically you, we could have should have been four nil. We should have lost. Could have been more. Oh, yeah. Villa thrashed us, but then Leeds opened us up as well uh, again and again and again. Yeah, but different personnel in the midfield and still the same holes, the same problems. If they'd had um, um, Grealish playing today. Um, Keith, what do you think of Grealish's calves? Because I haven't been on the podcast with you for a while. I, I, I haven't looked at his calves, but I wish we had him in our team. I mean, and just that kind of forward. Well, yeah, um, yeah, someone who could create, that, someone who's always running around the, the, the field. You know, you can never pin him down. I mean, apart from any reason to mention him, there was something that reminded me of him today. Was um, whoever their left back is. Same as Grealish against us. They travel a long... Do you remember, see that? Do you remember that as well? They travel a long way with the ball with yeah. no kind of... Yeah. And that's that was what Villa's third goal came from. But, well, um, that game, I felt in that game, and I know I'm not the only one who felt it, but th- this is a job for Maitland-Niles, it felt like to me. As someone who's tigerish and quick, and you're gonna, right. someone's, you've got to go on that side of the pitch. Grealish is a nightmare. It's going to cause us problems. You're going to have to go and do a defensive job over there against that player, yeah, and right. do not get sucked into fouling him. He'll yeah. come over to you, he'll bump <laughs> into you, and he'll go down. If he bumps into you, make sure you go down first. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do, land on the ball. <laughs> I mean, okay. we we can take one crumb of comfort. They did dig in and defend well. All right, we got a big slice of luck with oh, him hitting mate. Woodward. They hit the bar, they hit the post, yeah. hit the bar again. We yeah. were so lucky. Yeah, we were very lucky. But there seemed to be, amongst the defence anyway, a certain amount of resolve. You yes, know. there is. Tierney's a yeah. fantastic... Oh, we love yeah. Tierney. Yeah. I love the fight in Tierney. But also there was a moment in the game when he carried the ball out of defence and he's got his arms spread wide as he's running away from two Leeds United players saying, where's my pass? Mm. Where are you? Yeah. The frustration that he's feeling. There's yeah. what team spirit and what collective unity there was has evaporated. It really is gone, and there's mm. no real feeling of people knowing what they're doing on the on the pitch. And 
we pulled off a couple of low block classics in the cup, didn't we? Yeah. And we and we won the cup. And that was now it's about how you're going to evolve this football team so they get on the ball, dominate possession and score goals. Yeah. Get up the pitch. Stop passing backwards. This conservatism is killing me. Mm. We've had it not it's two managers in a row like it. This was not what Wenger wanted from his teams. Wenger wanted get up the pitch. Get, get it to Bergkamp, get it to Henri, get it to Pires, get up the pitch and get some goals. Express yourself in the final third, right? Yeah. What, what, be the footballer that you want to be. Yeah, get some be. shots off. Reese Nelson, play a one-two with a Bamiang and smash it in the top corner. Well, Christ, I'll try even, to. Even under George Graham, we've been more attacking than we have been recently. We might have lumped it forward, but at least we were getting it forward. This is it's just painful to watch, as you say. We, we just drag ourselves out, and then it's back again and back again, get up to the halfway line, and then invariably it comes back. And if we do cross over into their half, it's been so slow that they've reformed their defence and they know yeah, there was a, there was a, Again, there was a moment, I think I never might have pointed it out actually as well, but um, was plenty of moments where Gabriel, who I still really, really like, Gabriel came out and almost did the same as you said about Tierney with his hands out and then just had to turn back because he didn't have any... Because he kind of didn't have any options. That classic, um, that classic hiding. I know Al, you've talked about this before. That that ability for some players to look like they want the ball, but never yeah. ever actually sh- properly showing for it. Um, it's <laughs> it's a real skill. We have got a few people who are who, who are doing that, and then you have got the inverse of that. Someone like a uh, Willock who does always show for the ball, but you could see the whether it's the lack of experience or at the, or the lack of quality at this very level um where he, the ball's do, the ball doesn't stick to him so he ends up in a sort of clumsyish kind of foul he but doesn't, he's got it, he's got he doesn't energy. have a relationship with any other players i mean what what's he supposed to do really i can't i can't see any improvement i don't know what honestly i'm pretty much speechless i don't want to spend uh, we've done 28 minutes of Moaning. Moan, moaning. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, but I've, uh, really, this season, I feel more... We were went into the season feeling good, right? Because we won the Cup and we won the Charity Shield and we had great young players coming up. Well, and now shoots, yeah. we, we, we won a couple of games, first couple of games, you know, and we, you know, we, we, we were a bit lucky to win against West Ham. We were a bit lucky to win against Sheffield United. <laughs> the warning signs were well in place. And since then, we we just did these grubby little nil ones and nil nils. That's miserable football to look at. You'd rather go down three two. And I mean, it's just something. Be a threat. I can't. Uh. Well, do, would Alan? Well, that, listen, because I've seen there, there, there is a growing a lot. A lot of people are not happy with Arteta. So would you? Well, say- but they're not happy with not scoring and not winning. Yeah. And and then, as always in football, the buck stops with the manager, doesn't it? And, would and you he say- will. It will come under pressure. Mm. It will come under pressure if the results carry on like this and the football carries on like this. We play Wolves next week. How are we going to? You know, they're, they're notoriously difficult to break down and to beat. And they've got a dangerous attackers. That's going to be a really difficult game in an empty Emirates Stadium next Sunday night. I I tell you what, I don't think any of our players fancy it. Mm. I don't think any of them, any of them, are looking forward to playing Wolves on Sunday. That's the problem. They're not thinking, give me that ball, let's go, it's Wolves, we'll knock these over 3-0. They think, they're, they think this is, oh, no. 
Yeah. Oh no, it's Wolves. Oh no, here they come. Do you think? Do you think <laughs> what do you well, think the players really think about the lack of like? There's nothing to get up for. There's no kind of, you know, the, the, there's no fans in the stadium. Do you think? Do you think it's bothering them by now as well? Because I remember saying a couple of weeks ago when I was on here or whenever it was that sometimes it's hard to get up for a game even as a you know as a fan with the stadium as it is. Do you think it's the same for the players or do you think they're comfortable with it? Because it's gone on a bit longer than any of us thought. You know, the novelty's worn off. Yeah. Do you think it's the same for the players as well? I think... There's well, no energy. I, I think you're right, but you, you alluded to it, is are they as a sort of atmosphere of... It's like a training session in their, in their sort of psyche. So mm. when they turn up, it's an empty stadium, but they feel like they're more going... They're down at London Coney. So maybe this is that kind of thing. I think that's very. I think that is bang on. Actually, I think that they do so much preparation for the opponent they're facing. There's so much about Leeds United. Leeds United do this. Leeds United do that. We're going to set up like this because it's Leeds United, and they and they set up and they train like it. And then they get to the ground. It doesn't feel like a match day, mm-hmm. and they're so drilled in this. You know, we're going to play with a four midfield and an overtime in the middle. We're going to do this and do that, and out they go. And it doesn't feel like. Oh, you've forgotten the crucial. You've forgotten the Kieran Tierney bit. You've forgotten the bit about really giving a shit about beating your opponent one to one. About really being in a battle and a fight to dominate Leeds United and to knock them over. That doesn't come in training because you're not really. Even though Sebias and Louise supposedly had a little spat this week, it's not a, a proper spat, is it? It's all shake hands and all fine afterwards. You're playing with your mates all week and you lack mm. the real fire in the belly, the real Tony Adams head-banging, come on, let's do these, let's get the points and go on the piss. There's no real mm. feeling of it being a war out there. Get on top and dominate these United. We're not getting proper... There's no tackles going in, there's no fire in their bellies and maybe that is because they do... It does feel like they're at London Colney. I think Tierney... Um, I think Tierney Sabayas would have had a little bit more of the hearts and Berkovic... Uh, Isle Berkovic about it. Do you know what I mean? Um, well, they definitely listen. They definitely need to go into work Monday morning and start looking at themselves and have a good team talking with each other because this can't continue. This lack of uh, hunger. We've, we've seen it at Villa. We've seen it again today. You know, we got we got a, a, a win at Man United. We thought, oh, okay, there seemed to be a bit of spirit in that game, and now it's with it, it's no. totally gone. <laughs> They're garbage as well. And we're looking like a team who's who's going to be fighting relegation, frankly. Thomas Party was a big part of that performance. And and we can't improve until we get Bakaya Saka fully fit and firing and Martinelli back in the first-team squad and Thomas Party back on the pitch. Because really, and and then perhaps Aubameyang might come out of his hibernation. (laughs) But if we get, at the moment, the form of Willian and Pepe and Lacazette, Mm. has been so dire. Lacazette dropped today. Willian yanked at half-time. Pepe, Matt, embarrassed himself. These three, these are real top-draw footballers earning a fortune and none of them, none of them are delivering. And I feel like you're, well, I think we're probably, between us, we've come to the why. There's no one bollocking them from the crowd. There's no noise. There's no one letting you know that ain't good enough. You've got to show a bit of fight. You've got to have a bit of... Think about Rocky Rowcastle. Just think. I remember Rocky Rowcastle against Huddersfield Town in the League Cup and they had a big left-back who kicked him, really kicked him, and Rocky looked really... And the, about two minutes later, Rocky went through this bloke. He went through him in a way that now would be a straight red, definitely. Just two-footed, 
took the ball as well, but absolutely. And then he stood up and he was kind of rolling his shoulders like a middleweight boxer, like a real, come on then, Can you come on, it's you and me now for this match. And that, we didn't hear from that left-back again. But that was Rocky. That's what he was like. That's what Michael Thomas was like. That's what Adams was like. We've said it, I don't know how many times. You need seven. And there is no heart and no desire for a fight in that team, yeah. apart from Kieran Tierney. I think it's about the only one. He would be looking at, he'd be looking round, <laughs> going, Come on! And then it's going, No, 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 KT, we've gone for a rub down. <laughs> but we brought 19 masseurs with us. We've got to use them. Yeah. I, I mean, holding, I, I, I see something in him. I think that, that, that we've got some hope, but. I don't know, why, why have we got this malaise? I mean, if Arteta loses, if let's say, God forbid, we lose another three Premier League games, what, what are the senior management going to do? God's not helping it. us here, mate. God's not helping you. <laughs> we're in a, we, we need a result badly yeah, and do. we need a result starting against Wolves next weekend because if we lose that, there's going to be a real tension about it, about Arteta's situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, if we're, and if we're down in 14th in the league... And Harry Kane scores a hat trick next weekend. (laughs) Many of us will not want to come out of lockdown ever again. No, in fact, I'll become a super spreader. I'm just going to go around without no mask and spread the disease as much as I can. I mean, the the thing is, what you were talking about successful teams is you look back in the old, we had people, uh, our defenders, not just our midfield, who would score goals. But we've got nobody in our team who's looking like he's going to score. There is there is kind of a sick joke that Sky seem to do after games where I always end up finding myself after a game now finding Arsenal Premier League goals seems to be on. And, <laughs> and then being stuck watching us when we were good. But what you notice is that the you can see the decline in the team by the players that are coming to celebrate whoever's goal. <laughs> if that makes sense. By the time Van Persie's scoring and he's been sort of surrounded by uh, Sylvester and... Um, <laughs> yeah, I get Lucas And Lucas Perez or whoever is on like that, then you can, you can actually follow the trajectory of the club through that. But it is a nice feeling of... It looks weird because A, there's fans there and uh, B, yeah, we score goals and we play some wonderful football even in even in the so-called wilderness years which do remind me did you see that Arsene Wenger did um a desert island disc today I listened to it how was it I haven't listened to it yet well I, I you know I Lauren Laverne is very very good at that job and she got a really good interview out of him less related to football of course but more to do with him personally his family his parents the personal cost of the way he's lived his life, his philosophy. But it's, uh, it's uh, after our experience of having him on the podcast and hearing him speak in, in a lot of the same way, but then being interrupted by an obsessive nutcase who wants to talk about the absolute minutiae of a game 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so there, she wasn't doing any of that. She no. wasn't picking up on specific points from the 2001 cup final, like someone who doesn't think about anything else, perhaps. <laughs> um, but it's excellent and well worth listening to. And, and um, 
I mean, he can't even fault his choices. He's going for the big names. He's going. You know, what was his gone, record choices? Well, he's gone Elton John. He's gone John Lennon. Really? He's gone Bob, Bob Marley. He's gone Frank Sinatra. A couple of French what? songs. No classical he's going, stuff. He's going big hitters. Oh, is right. he tro- is he trolling us with? I haven't listened to it yet because he's got the Wonder Review on there. I see. Yeah, but he's got the Wonder Review on there because it reminds him of right. Okay, Arsenal. It reminds oh. him. You know, he's thinking when I'm on a desert island, I want to think. I want to be reminded of of that. Anyway, I, look, let's do one that's gone, Keith. Okay, no, just one thing, because I, I was, uh, we was going down uh, to see my dad the other week, and on the radio there was an interview with uh, Nicholas Bender, because he's got a book out. I think it's called Lord Bender or something. Yes. And it was actually, mm-hmm. it was very interesting, because he does wish, he said, I wish I could go back in time and say to the young Nicholas Bender, Bender basically, you idiot, you don't know what you're doing. And he said he was in a casino, and he was... He, Lost up until that point four hundred thousand pounds. He got most of it back, but that's when he said, "Right, that's it. I'm knocking this on the head." And he said it was because if he, he was fine when he was playing football, but if he was out injured, going to the casino was the only way of getting that adrenaline rush that he would get at a football yeah. match. And you know, I mean, you know what we think about Bentner, but it was it was quite interesting, you know, Annie's perspective on it, and you know, he's. He said he might try and go for coaching badges. He wants to stay in football. No, but... why don't you just go and be a croupier? You <laughs> I, I, I don't know anything about casinos. I've been, I think, in two. I've been, I think, I've been in two casinos in my life, right? And uh, and usually in Australia, that's the only place you can get a drink. Like, but I, I don't get it at all. No, I don't. And they're sitting there, they're doing that with your money. But also, I don't get a business that can take four hundred grand off someone and at no point say to them, "I think you've had enough, mate." <laughs> I think you should, we'll call you a cab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, it's just absolute robbery, isn't it? Yeah. The guy's obviously got serious mental health problems and they need to alert the authorities. Mm. But they don't. They just keep taking his money. All right, do you want to play a spot the commentary? Yes, yes please. please. Let's lighten the mood. Come on, let's go. I don't think, I don't think you're going to get this one. Uh. But I think you might enjoy... Now, remember what we're after. We're after the opponent. Preferably the season. If you can remember the specific match, so much the better. Crowd of just over 26,500, just becoming a little bit subdued. As Arsenal failed to get the breakthrough. Maybe now, Parler, Merson, on his right foot, well struck! Fabulous strike by Merson and bang on cue. Tell you waving your hand. Is it 92-93? Yes. Ooh. Is it the FA Cup yes. replay? And it's the Merce one, and he does that celebration. He sort of, and we're wearing, we're wearing the classic kit. It's the FA Cup winning goal, two one, Paul Merson. It's uh, well, you've got a lot FA of it Cup, right. FA, FA Cup, Cup against Leeds. Leeds re- it's a replay. Was it two all up there? It was two. This is the two all. This is the two all. Got it. Leeds United, who had an excellent team with Strachan, Speed, yep. McAllister, Dorigo, top players all over the pitch. Uh, and Lee Chapman, and uh, and they <laughs> they went two nil up. Yes, and uh, Parler scored. A young Ray Parler scored, and then Merson cuts him from the left hand side. Love that and, goal. And He's got such a great celebration. 
Yeah, I love that goal. God, 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 that's that's to say, that oh, that's to look flying back, back to me. Brilliant. Good one. Yeah, well done, yeah. Ninety-three. That was that one. All right. Now, okay. Let's see. You'll enjoy this one. Pepe, willing, able, pacey, drives on, Lacazette, Pepe, Reese Nelson's in there and he squeezes it in and Arsenal go in front. A complete turnaround in every way. Is it? Eh? Oh, who's the German team in the UEFA? No, 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 no. Oh. What Come world on. is it where 27 years ago is in perfect clarity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not where we beat Leeds in the cup last year. Yes, it oh. is! Oh. Yes, it is! <laughs> yes, it is! <laughs> Reese Nelson's winning goal bundled in from close range. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was from at the beginning of this calendar year when we played an excellent Leeds United team. And scraped through 1 0, and of course went on to win the cup in what was uh, the highlight of uh, Mikhail Arteta's. Mikhail, please be good. That's like, Mikhail, please be good. We still want to be good. He's like a pilot so of an aeroplane, isn't he? He's, he's got hold of the controls and he's trying to pull back the joystick. He, he needs two or three more windows. Yeah. He needs to get people out in the club who aren't pulling their weight and get people in the club. He needs to really, it's a difficult bloody mess. Can't we drive some of those players out to a forest somewhere and leave them? <laughs> And those who make it back can go back to the club because they're clearly the strongest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that's very rational. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's, you know, we could claim on the insurance. You know, if you took all that dead wood out to the Dartmoor and then, you know, no compass and go, right, find your way back. Those who make it, you've got a contract. Those who haven't, oh. And well, then, being being the cunning linguist that you are, uh, Keith, yeah. then if I say to you that, I mean, it's the, the fiesta conversation has come back up again, hasn't it? Oh, got, very much so. Yeah, yeah well, you're going to need a bigger so. car, mate, to be honest. Who's in the, who's in the fiesta? <laughs> Thomas Party's in the fiesta, isn't he, Keith? See what I did there? I see, yeah. I think he's in the fiesta. But... You didn't see what I did there, did you? No, I didn't see what you did there. Go on. No, uh, what did you do there? I didn't <laughs> see it either. Thomas Party's in the fiesta. Party Fiesta is party. In oh. Uh, oh. Uh, manager. Oh, oh no. Uh, I think you've slightly overrated what you've done there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now look, it's one all. You've got one each. Right, uh, right, go on. Oh, and, is this, uh, uh, what we're going for? This is it the car or the? Uh, the this is the decider. This is the decider. Okay. Right, oh. here we go. Shabby. Alex Song. Oh, three for Henri. What a moment. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, that. <laughs> I actually thought. I actually thought, I fought for the decider. I'm glad you did that one. I actually fought for the decider that you'd do Hasselbank. Just, just <laughs> him off. I wouldn't do it to you. No, I wouldn't don't. do it to you. But come on now, now what game is it? 2012, 2012, yeah. 2012, January the 12th. Um, Thierry, left-hand side of the box, Leeds FA Cup replay. Leeds the great, FA the, Cup, the, the greatest, oh, the greatest oh, goal, no. return of the king. 
So there are three goals, um, FA Cup goals against Leeds United. See what I did there? In the days when we used to have a shot. <laughs> so, oh, that was good. T, you've won there, 2-1. There's no prize. I enjoyed that. Uh, you get to keep the beanie. So now we'll do... Um, do you want to do guess the lineup for that? Uh... Do you know, oh, T, now? Because oh. I know that you made a podcast about this goal. So do you think you might know the lineup? Is this <laughs> going to be a bit unfair? I don't think I do. I did make that. I know. Um, no, I don't know the side. Okay. So, so let's, 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 do guess, let's do guess the lineup with the Arsenal team 2012 that beat Leeds right. in the Cup. Shamak played because I know he came off for Henri. There was a great... That is correct. Schmack won. There was a Greek guy who played... He only played, I think, in that accident. Tavleradis. Yadidis? Tavleradis. No. Uh, Mikel played, though. No, I'm saying Tavleradis because he said that Mikel played, because Mikel got in on Thierry's celebration. So Mikel played. Yes. And that is is one of the ones that you were never going to get in a million years. (laughs) And it's come up number two. The number 49, the left-footed, slightly good-looking Spanish lad we brought in, who we thought might have a big future, Mm. but it's just one of those Wenger signings that appears, looks really good, and then disappears. Who Who was in goal? Let's start in goal. Who was the keeper? Oh, it's... uh, uh... I'm going to say Chesney. Chesney in Chesney goal. Chesney was in goal. Wearing the number 13 shirt. Do you want to have a stab at the reserve goalie? Martinez. <laughs> Emmy Martinez. Emmy Martinez. No. <laughs> Emmy Martinez was on the bench. Uh, do you want to know, can you remember his shirt number? This is a Emmy good one. Oh, no. 53. 59. No, 59. I <laughs> That is, I would pay, I don't know, £100 for that shirt. What a that, the, the Emmy Martinez 59 shirt from January 2020. What a difference eight years makes, eh? Uh, right, so our left yeah. back that day would have been. Well, I think the left back was Mikel. I think oh, Mikel was left a left back. back. Yeah. So yeah. Then... yeah, and actually. Did, did Vermeilen play? Vermeilen's not there. Has he left in 2012? Vermeilen's not there. Um... No, maybe he's not fit. I don't know. There's it's a it's a it's a oh, somewhat make, there's a there's a midfielder at fullback. I'll give you that clue. It's a midfielder at fullback. Yeah. Um. And uh, do you want more clues, or do you want to yeah, start no, guessing? Oh, um. Oh, I'm so bad at this sometimes. Okay, I'm going to give you a clue. All a the other th- the other three players in the back of four, uh, apart from Mikhail, are all French. Uh, Did Sanya play that day? Sanya's not there, no. Not, who's the guy? Not sh- uh, not. Well, Koscielny, right? Koscielny. Koscielny, boom. Koscielny played. Koscielny. Right? Yeah. So played. you've got four of the team now. You've got four of the team. Where was this? Did Squilacci play? Squilacci! No, Sebastian! Well Sebastian Squilacci, the man who looked like he couldn't believe it when the ball came near him. <laughs> What is this? I don't have anything to do with this. Keith, Keith was Cliche, was Clichy winning um, league titles by then, or was it Clichy? Clichy's not there now. Then the other there. one is a midfielder. Midfielder or left back? French midfielder right playing, back. playing right back. French midfielder or right back? Uh, Coquelin. Coquelin! Coquelin. So he played Coc- a few games at fullback and looked like he might be a good fullback, actually. So we know Son played because the song plays because um, obviously he played the pass. He did. So song plays in midfield. So we got four. We need we need another three in the midfield that day. Who yeah. would we have had on the wings that day? Wingers who Hector? weren't wingers. 
wingers who weren't wingers, tricky players who could play anywhere. I'll tell you what, we had some we had some great players. We had some great players. Was Bentner on the pitch that day? No. Huh? Why Bentner keep coming into conversations about great players? This is not... <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal hey, midfielders. Arsenal midfielders. Oh, not... Around about 2012. Not I'm going to give you a further clue. No Wilshire, no. Three of these Arsenal midfielders went on to win FA Cup winners' medals. Not that year, obviously. Ramsey's playing. Ramsey. Ramsey. Cazorla is. Cazorla. Not Cazorla. No, we wouldn't have played Cazorla in that. No. Ramsey, Song. Not to win FA Cup medals. Not necessarily with us. No, with us. Oh, with Arsenal. Oh, right, with Arsenal. Okay. Well, you've seen him, one of them you saw him play 300 times. People are just people are screaming. Oh, no, they are. Which one makes <laughs> right, 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 right. it good? Come stop, on. Stop. Arteta. Okay. Um, Who have you done? Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know, no, 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 Arteta. Arteta. I was yeah. about to say Arteta. Arteta. Arteta and Son. Did we have? Did we have? Um, did we have? Yeah, we did have the Ox then, didn't we? The Ox. Oh God, yeah. The, the Ox. We had the Ox then. Yeah. Um. So Thierry came on for. Has he played for oh, Liverpool? I know, season? I know, no, 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 I know, I know. Shamak came off. Little, no, little man, little man, little yeah. man. The only person. Well, he actually is taller than me still, but Arshavin plays. Arshavin, Arshavin, yeah. Arshavin and plays. Yeah. And you got the other midfielder, didn't you, already? Ramsey, it's, I said Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's okay. the side. Yeah. That right. is, oh, my God. That's not a bad side. Yeah. That is the side. Chesney in goal, back four of Coquelin, Scolacci, Koscielny and Mikel. Midfield of Arteta and Song with Ramsey, the Ox and Arshavin playing behind... The human dynamo that was marrying Shamak. What uh, is the Ramsey I know the, the other. Th- One of them came on early because Cockerland got injured, and the guy who came on recently uh, made fella. his debut the for Greek the Chinese fella. national team. Yanaris. Yanaris. It's the Greek fella. Yanaris, isn't it? Yanaris. Yes. That's you were right. Yes. Because yeah. right. he, he had a very good game. He had a very good game in that. The yeah, Greek the, fella. Yeah, the right. Greek fella. Okay, they, they, they come all tumbling And out one other players. player, there's, there's there's one other player you need to uh, get who is the player who, it was a double substitution when um, Henri came on. Another player came on with him. Mm. Shows you a YouTube. No, no. I want to say no. No one remembers, but we used I, to. I watched it. We um, used to really uh, slag him off. I'm, but I tell you what, I I'll unlucky. bet you a hundred thousand pounds that that Nicolas Pepe does not score more goals for Arsenal than this. <laughs> He's part of the hundred club. It's, it's a Theo, Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott it? was it's Theo uh, Walcott. No, Theo right. Walcott came wow. off the bench, and they uh, decent, the other subs were team. Martinez was mentioned, uh, Yossi Ben Ayun, Rio Miyachi. And Chusum Park, <laughs> is that his name? Oh, yeah. And playing for Leeds was a very young uh, Andros Townsend. Wow. Things you can't remember. That was still one of the, that's like, 
that just makes me sad about not having fans in the stadium again. Yeah, it was such a mighty. It was, mighty a, lo- it was a lovely night. A real, lovely night. That was a real together night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a real together. Um, are we are we getting back in before Christmas or not? I mean, not before Christmas. Are we getting back in this season? Well, that's a very good point. I can't see it at the moment. I would say next. I'd reckon probably about March or April time. I can't see it. It, it won't be this this side of Christmas. That's for sure. Because if they do... Do you want to go? It doesn't count if there's no fans there, right? We can put an asterisk by it. Oh, it certainly never happened. We could just say it never happened. But wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be lovely? Never happened. The fact that they've won the premiership and no one there to see it. So, But, but hey, we've got Mulder in the week. Do you think we might score against, uh, against them Thursday night? At home, is it? I, I, away. I honestly don't know. Oh, in that, in that no, case, no. Away. I have an email from um, uh, Joseph Robinson has emailed me and he sent a YouTube clip, which you could probably look up. I didn't know this had happened. Ashley Cole was playing for LA Galaxy and he managed to get two yellow cards in, in the space of 15 seconds and got wow. sent off. <laughs> and it's quite a good... Uh, he said, I was working on an IT project in Kansas City. I decided to make the most of my weekends and watch as much sport as I could, and I went to an MLS match, Sporting KC versus LA Galaxy. Fairly boring, 1-1, but it did feature Ashley Cole. He played fairly well, comfortably a level above the locals, but in 15 seconds of madness, he picked up two yellow cards and was giving his marching orders. I had been drinking since about 9am, as I'd been at the pub with the KC Gooners <laughs> to watch an Arsenal match in the morning. And we gave him a particularly enthusiastic goodbye. Sadly, he didn't lift his head to give us the satisfaction. And what? And I've watched the clip. Um, thanks for that email, Joe. I've watched the clip. He gets booked, taking a throw-in, he gets booked for time-wasting. He takes the throw in, there's a bit of a ping around in midfield, and he just clatters someone. Absolutely mistimes a tackle, clatters someone, and gets a second yellow. 15 seconds later, there's a little oh, bit of yeah. two in and throwing. And then off he goes. Uh, sorry, uh, to get back to that Mulder game, the only reason why I bring it up, because uh, I had to find some, uh, one of these betting companies was actually doing the commentary, because none of the major radio stations were doing the commentary of the, you know, UEFA Cup game. And, right. and, but what was weird, they only had one commentator who was doing a good job, I've got to say. But you know when they put on the crowd noise, it sounded like, and Alan would remember this, you know when there'd be a European Cup match for some bizarre reason at two o'clock in the afternoon because we were playing Hatchick Split or Belgrade Motor Croft Loco, <laughs> Leipzig or something, they had that kind of crowd noise. And this was meant to be coming from the Emirates. And I'm thinking... The Emirates has never sounded so loud. It was bizarre, <laughs> but in a kind of distant way. If you remember when you used to tune into your radio, two o'clock in the afternoon, we'd be playing some team out in a field somewhere in Eastern Europe. And it was that kind of distorted crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do from... remember those radio commentaries. Yeah. I, I don't, we had St- Stoney was on last week and he was saying yeah. he's loving the. I love the Europa League. He's, he's changed he's his really... mind on that a few podcasts ago. He said, I can't do with the, po- the Europa League. Well, <laughs> We all bloody love the Europa League. It's the only league we have any shots or score any goals in. I mean, well, I really, I have no optimism about our future prospects over the next few weeks. <laughs> well, we've no. got some difficult opposition coming up and a team short on confidence and ideas is putting it mildly. 
Oh, we, we, I'm a bit scared, actually. Uh, I've had an email from Joe Searson. Um, it's been quite kind to me about mispronouncing anime last week. <laughs> Never make, he quotes Stephen Fry. Never make fun of someone if they mispronounce a word. It means they learned it by reading. Quite right. Quite right. And yeah. then he says he once said hyperbole instead of hyperbole. But he also says he's a Blackburn fan. And just to let you know, we refer to Burnley as bastards too. So that's just cleared that up. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's they, uh, each hate one another, which we kind of uh, suspected. Uh, there is a sh- uh, Teddy Sheringham shitbag story. I'm just trying to uh, find it at the moment. Uh, Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> oh, Teddy yes. Sheringham at the uh, the one nine five nightclub in Epping. Friend of mine was a bouncer at the 195 nightclub. This is an email from Neil Maguire. Thank you, Neil. I approached the front of the queue because he thought his mate would let him in, right? That's the deal. Um, but three guys cut in front of me as I got to the front of the queue. It was, of course, Teddy Sheringham and two of his friends. But before Teddy and his <laughs> mates were about to go in, my bouncer mate sees me standing behind and tells me to come in before Teddy. Teddy wasn't happy. Neither were his mates. I strolled in without being searched, I might add. I turned around, Teddy Sheringham being patted down by the bouncers. He was livid and I found it very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw him in the very small VIP section of 195 and he was eyeballing me, wondering who I was. Don't worry, Teddy, I'm a nobody. But I made sure him and his friends were sent three gin and slim lime tonics. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Teddy. Cheers, Teddy. Enjoy your night. Outstanding. Um, it is. Um, well, it is with disappointment and, of course, pleasure to say that. Um, did you see um Bob Wilson's tribute to Ray Clements on Football Focus a couple of? Um, no, I didn't last, actually. No, last week. Um, he was disappointingly amazing and courteous and wonderful as well as ever was Bob Wilson. So still on the search. Yeah, of course. Still on the search for some uh, top-level yeah. filth. But, Got to um, say, great goalkeeper, uh, Ray Clements. Yeah, it's he? worth pointing out that Ray, um, that Ray Clements was, um, was, was a bit of a legend as well, wasn't he? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, but he played for Tottenham for seven years. I went down to <laughs> Tottenham. I had a girlfriend who was at university. <laughs> Uh, and and who was from Yorkshire, and they and and uh, she cut, and her football team was Barnsley, and Tottenham played Barnsley in the uh, in the cup, one of the cups, and I went in the Barnsley end and stood behind the goal and shouted abuse at Ray Clements for the whole game, and I think Barnsley won. I can't remember; it's quite high scoring. Clements made a mistake. I became absolutely certain that I was in his head <laughs> <laughs> and putting him off. Uh, yeah, he was a he was a good keeper, but he was uh, he played for Tottenham, so Joe, we can't. I don't know. I think Bob Wilson should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> tribute to him. Um, no, it's very sad news, of course, and uh, condolences to all his family. Now, uh, Neil Maguire um, goes on in his email to say an apology to Tyre. Uh, years ago, we made a joke, of course, about Louis Walsh saying to a young black singer who looked nothing like. Lenny Henry, you remind me of a young Lenny Henry. And uh, this guy, Neil, confesses that he sent you 
T tweets saying, you remind me of a young Lenny Henry. I don't think I found it amusing six months on from the original joke and I've always felt bad about it. <laughs> Please send my apologies to him. I didn't mean to cause it. This isn't quite having the impact of the Barnsley fan writing a letter to Ian Wright to apologise for racial <laughs> abuse. But, but in, in its own small way, it is a similar note of progress being being made listen and, uh, it is um once this podcast finishes i will be watching steve mcqueen small acts and uh all these little uh all these little um sort of spiritual reparations are accepted so thank you thanks for the message yeah good lad neil i saw the uh mcqueen exhibition at the tate and it's not there anymore but it was fantastic um but there's no conversation to be had he was a- um he was, Gents. he was a couple of years above me at university. Was he? He's a great, he's a great man. Uh, gents, we uh, we play Mould on Thursday. We play Wolves on Sunday. After that, <laughs> I'm not even going to look at the fixtures. I know that lurking somewhere is a horrible experience. What? That monster I mean, if this season over the could, hill. This could be if we can beat Tottenham, and in so doing. Deprive them of the point they need to win, to win the league. This is where we are. We have swapped places. We have we are mid-table with a mismatch of rubbish, desperate to get bad players out and good <laughs> players in, and they are flying at the top of the league with with a world-class attack and a and a superstar manager, and it is it's unbearable. Mm. I mean, it's making me unhappy just saying it. Well, listen, listen. I, I don't even find it funny that the ground looks like a toilet bowl anymore. You will do on um, the last day of May when when the universe is restored. We managed to stay in this country and start recording this podcast after the Champions League final. The universe will provide again. Maybe happen. we'll beat them in the Europa League final. Oh, God. No, I don't want to be in Poland with that mob. Let's play a foreign team. I don't want to play that mob, you know. Unless you unless you're saying that's a nailed on win against Spurs. I want a nailed on guarantee psychic win from you that we're gonna, you know. I don't want no ifs and buts. Psychic win. Well you know, you know sometimes you can predict shit sometimes and it actually happens. So if you're having one of your Nostradamus moments, I'm in. Oh I can't promise you that. What I can promise you is a nil nil against Wolves. Do you think we could muster that up? Anyway, gents, chin up, chin up. Ainsley Maitland Niles will play on Thursday, and that is one of the one of the few things in life that gives me pleasure. And the sight of Ainsley and back out on the field, and uh, he'll play a starring role as we demolish Mulder. Up the Arsenal. See you later, gents. See you guys. Cheers, lads.